Thank you for listening to, to Black, Black Delegates Podcast. Rate, review, share. Y'all heard, take it from the top. One, two. My mic sound nice, check one. My mic sound nice, check two. My mic sound nice, check three. Are you ready? Welcome to the Black Delegates Podcast. Today's date is May the 26th, 2020. 2020, we are on episode, what is this? Is this 110? We're on 110? Nobody knows. Does anybody only, know? Only you going know. Once, going twice? Because <laughs> no. yeah, I showed it a look. Yep, we're on 110. All right. So it's, it's been a long time. We are still doing this podcast. And if you ain't listening to this podcast, you ain't black. Mm. <laughs> How about that? I'm your host, the Black Ryan. That is Boxwine Poppy. Yo, what's going on, good fellas? And Ghetto Fina. In the building, as always. Keep in mind, I will only call him Ghetto Phenom one time on the podcast. After that, call him Ishmael. I notice wow. I do that every week. Need to be Phenom from start to finish. I'll try. It's tough. All right. So, let's get straight into it. Um, thank y'all for listening. Let's see. The intro it could be whack. This week when you're hearing this podcast. Who knows? If it is, blame it on 8-Ball and MJG. They don't want us using their music. So we got flagged. We're tired of getting flagged, so we're just not going to use it anymore. So we got to holler at uh, the homie Jeff, see if we can get a beat. Uh, he's our uh, our beat maker in the crew. So hopefully he can get something dope for us. All right. That's what's up. All right. Any other housekeeping stuff? Y'all good? Any apologies? Any retractions? I retract nothing. I, I meant it all. <laughs> Take it all with me to the grave. Did all you, right. you had one, didn't you, Ryan? Did I? Oh, you about to what? apologize to me? Oh, thank no, you, man. You had like a retraction or a oh. correction from something. Regarding the game? I think we just talked about that off, off air. Yeah, you might as well correct it. We talk, Oh, we ain't talk about it on... on I don't think podcast. we talked about it on the podcast, but since we brought it up now, we don't want to not let the people know what it is. So, uh, Ishmael and I were talking about the Nintendo Switch and uh, how Fortnite was... Uh, I didn't think it was cross-platform, and it is, in fact, cross-platform. It's not cross-platform on the PlayStation, which is dumb. Good job, Sony. So, right. Sony, you suck. <laughs> it ain't been the same since dude broke up with Mariah Carey. There ain't much stuff on uh, the Switch, though, man. Not, not none of the big games. That's, what? There's some, man, but not many. Stop! It's so many dope games on there. I'm telling you. All right, send me a list. I'll check it out. I've, I've been sending you a list. It's, I'm not gonna keep sending you a list. Keep sending me a list. You gotta write them down. All right. All right. Uh, this weekend, blackness, Paul. You know you're going first. Man, hey, nothing. Again, nothing going on here, man. We bored as hell. Uh, One thing, I'm going to get my hair cut tomorrow morning, bright Uh and early. State Uh open back up on Friday. Uh, So, you know, I wasn't going to go this weekend. I put it, put it, figured it'd be slammed, but my barber got like a little online, little little booking thing. So I I booked my little time tomorrow morning. So, look, man, I'm going to go from ashy to classy tomorrow, and I'm looking forward to it. The dude sent me a long old list of like all these rules. I gotta sit on my sit out my car, wait for a text, come inside. I'm not supposed to talk. I gotta pay through, pay with Zelle. I can't get my beard done. All these, I, you know, all these kind of oh, because uh, you got a mask. Yeah, I gotta walk. I gotta come in. I gotta get my temperature checked, and I gotta get wash my hands as soon as I walk in. That's all. Like all this stuff, man. So like this is gonna be like like in the military or something like that. So it's gonna be interesting tomorrow. Uh, I will report back on it. I'm gonna, I'm definitely wearing a mask. I'm, I gotta figure out. 
I'm hoping he, he he'll at least line my beard up. But I'm I don't know how how that's gonna work with the mask on. So we'll have to we'll have you to rocking a beard right now. Man, I've been had a beard on here, man. Yo, you were supposed to send us a picture of the bad hair, hair and you never did. The, the bad man, look, the hair is is getting long, man. The kids' hair is getting long. Everybody's everybody. So I'm I'm getting this and I'm getting this joint quite, cut short because I don't know when the next time <laughs> I'm getting this uh this mug uh cut again. So I'm getting I'm getting chopped up nice tomorrow. And yeah, we're gonna see how it goes, man. It's gonna be interesting. Yo, you should see me. I'm looking like uh, Craig. Uh, what's the name off the office? No, my, man, my hair is it's huge. Your hair is looking like that. Uh, that remember that app they had that made you turn like real old when I did that to you. That's that's what you look yeah. like now. <laughs> you look no, like you at, no. at age seventy. It's just it's it's froed out. I don't even twist it no more. I'm just sitting at the crib, so I don't, I don't mess with it. Mm-mm. Just comb it out so it don't get too nappy. I won't be able to comb. Um, uh, let's see. Uh, I guess I'll go next week in blackness. The Black Ryan did uh, not too much this weekend. Uh, dug a couple holes for some plants around the house, flowers. Uh, the wife wanted to get some stuff like that done. Uh, summer camp called. So keep in mind with the COVID and everything, everything is shut down. School is out. Uh, summer camp called. And the moment that phone call rang and I talked to him, like it all hit me. And I was like, I don't know if I want my kids going now to summer camp. And first of all, why would I pay all this money for a summer camp so that the kids can then sit in isolation by themselves and not be able to speak to one another or or talk or do the things that they, they normally would do? Touch. Uh, they definitely not going to be going on field trips. They're not going to be doing any of the activities that they normally would do. It's like martial arts in it. So I don't know. Maybe uh, y'all can kind of help me, but I'm... I told the dude, you know, go ahead and order their uniforms or whatever, and they got to get a karate gi and uh, <laughs> a t-shirt that says they're supposed to be there. But other than that, I told them to push it out a few weeks because I don't, I'm not comfortable with them going. I don't see any way you can socially distance at a summer camp with a bunch of kids. Nope, you can't. Yeah, no, I mean, yeah. my, my kid, like, you know, we usually put, we, last two years we put them a summer camp in. For you know a few weeks or whatever like that, nah, yeah, I don't even think they've even reached out yet. So I'm, I'm, I'm not even sure it's gonna be open. So I'm saying with you, man, I, I don't, I don't know, man. It's, it's, it's gonna be a crazy summer, man. It's gonna be a crazy y'all, year. Y'all giving me uh, an idea for a little side hustle. I'm about to make the ghetto phenom Zoom <laughs> summer camp. You just put your kid in front of the computer for six hours a day. I'm going to keep them entertained. We're going to do little activities, but they still going to be in your house. So I don't actually have to be around them. <laughs> How are you going to get them to do, do chores around your house if they if they on Zoom, man? That's not going to work. <laughs> uh, so that, that'll be eight, $899 for a uh, four-week session. So if you want to <laughs> sign up, hit me up. And lunch we'll is extra. The Ghetto Phenom Zoom summer camp underway. <laughs> Right, and you got to bring your lunch. <laughs> Damn, right. of course. That's what yeah. they be doing. Yeah, you be like, "Oh, it's only five hundred dollars a week, but bring a lunch." Like, yeah, nah, man. Like, that's that's not what I'm doing. And if you're five minutes late uh, picking up your kid up, it's it's an extra thirty dollars <laughs> each time. Now they don't do that. Now uh, I did have a discussion with him because when I told him no, I want to wait uh, and see how everything pans out, uh, and he said. So in that case, you won't be doing the the all summer deal, which was like a lot cheaper, you know, and I mean like 25 percent cheaper. He said, if you do a weekly on a weekly basis, then uh, 
it's a lot more. So he says that it even it just breaks the rule. And now since I won't have them there the entire summer, they can't give me the the price that they were gonna give me if I was there the whole summer. I'm like, yo, this is different circumstances, man. This is COVID came out and this is totally different now. I don't I don't know what you expect from me. I don't know how y'all gonna do this. You really didn't tell me. You just called me and said, oh, we're gonna be opening, but what? you don't. You don't know what you're doing outside of saying I'm disinfecting everything. Yeah, okay. But how are you keeping the kids? They can't stay away from each other or it's not fun. It's not camp anymore. I mean, yeah, I mean, I mean he's just he's just trying to he's just trying to, you know, get a head count of, you know, maybes and yeses and nos so he can, you know, figure out, you know, what's his revenue going to look like cuz I'm sure he was, you know, counting on that business, you know, for the summer, so. Yeah. It's tough, man. I I, I you know, I, I don't I don't blame dude though, you know what I'm saying? I mean, like everybody Everybody's got to make their own decisions, and unfortunately, I think a lot of parents are going to be like, "Nah, we just, we just, we just, we just not doing it this year." It's going to be tough. He tried to, he tried to get me to go ahead and sign up anyway, and just have them charge me every week. What I look like? Oh yeah, for sure. Of course, <laughs> you want that money? Yeah, man, everybody want that bread. Yeah, well, I'm probably going to lose my non-refundable uniform. I'm sure, but they have some cool karate geese to sleep in. <laughs> so, right. Whatever. Right. All right, and uh, I still send it. Hey. Exactly. And Ishmael, so uh, how was your week? Yo, my week was oh, sorry, solid. Phenom, how was your week? Thank you, sir. Thank you. A uh, week was solid, man. Not nothing too crazy going on. Uh, I told y'all a little bit about the whole garbage disposal situation. End up have to have somebody come out here. I don't know if I mentioned that last week or not, but they're supposed to come Thursday. Uh, I tried and failed to get it off myself, and I was like, you know what? Just nah, hire somebody. Weak. Hey, yo, I straight took a hacksaw to that mug and it didn't flinch at all. So really? I said, let's let's get a professional up in here. Uh the one thing I will talk about a little bit and that I talked about before, I told y'all I ordered some running shoes. So your boy did get out here in these streets. The shoes came I forget what day they came, but they came, you know, uh earlier this week, uh or last week, I would say. And uh so I took them straight out the day after I got them. The next morning, went out, hit these streets. Mm-hmm. Uh, did for my first run, I had to do the uh, Ahmad Arbery run, two point two three miles. Uh, yeah. Box wine poppy. I'm sure my time was nowhere near yours. That That's was garbage, yeah. literally my first run in like three years at least. Did you run the uh, whole way? The whole two point two. What? Okay, well, that's accomplishment right there. I ran 2.23 miles. It was 24 minutes uh, even was the time. Um, (laughs) That's trash. trash. (laughs) Oh, it's definitely trash. And then part of it, too, because I did it, like, in my neighborhood, like my subdivision. I just kind of went up and down the streets, like, over to the next one, and... My neighborhood is hella hilly. Like it's oh. just like I literally that's run good though. down one hill, run up the next hill. That's good if you run on a regular basis. If you ain't ran in over three years, mm-hmm. that's terrible. Because <laughs> <laughs> going up them hills is a struggle. And I know downhill is easier, but man, them hills kill me. But I will say that the kicks, they're very comfortable. They had a lot of cushion in them. So my feet weren't sore at all now. After a day and a half, you know, my back, my leg, all that stuff started to get sore. But the feet were cool. Uh, I took them out a second day, and I tried to do it a little on a little flatter surface. 
you know, I just went, there's a major street out by the crib. I just kind of ran down there and it, it is some hills in there, but nowhere near what it was running my subdivision. So, uh, them sketcher shape ups, the bootleg sketcher shape ups. <laughs> yeah. You may just, you should, you should just, uh, to, to 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 get your stamina, man. I, if I were you, I just I just find one one steep hill and just man, just sprint up and down. Just sprint up, you know, jaw back. Sprint up, jump back. I I do that like I do like five of those, man. That probably uh, early on, that probably be better off better off for you, man. Than those than that long happen. distance running. It won't be so long. Not gonna out. happen, bro. Because running up them hills and stuff like that's a whole different level. It's not even about the, the endurance. But that's just a, a different level of pain on your body, you know, especially, um, you know, you've been running consistently for a while. Like for me, getting back into it, like those heel, hills, I feel them like everyone. Right. And I know eventually <laughs> that'll go away, but I'd rather ease my way into it, like just do some running, get, get the endurance going. And then once my body is used to working out on the regular and doing that type of stuff. Cause even before all this COVID stuff, only workout idea was I hooped once a week. So mm-hmm. even with that, like, I'm just not, I'm just not um, in shape for that. And I've been able to do the runs and I've been able to finish them and all of that. But now nah, I'm going to take my time and, and get that right. Otherwise I've been hurt myself. You got to get down to about a nine minute mile, man. Get get down to nine nine mile, minutes mile. You straight. I if it was one mile, I'd do that in nine minutes easy. That's no problem. Yeah, we got to. I'm two. sure that first mile on the Arbery run was under uh, or nine or under, but that second, <laughs> yeah, the other one took eighteen minutes. That's the problem. If you like that. Yeah, I went running this uh, this weekend, man. It was so hot and humid. It was so hot and humid out here, man. And I had I had the kid in the stroller, so you know it's like, you know, twenty, thirty extra pounds or whatever they pushing. And it's pretty flat. I can't really complain about the elevation, but man, it, it was so hot, man. After like three, I think I did four miles. I was trying to do six total, and that last two miles, I was I was baked, man. I was I was I was burning up. I was hot and sweaty. I was like, man, I can't I can't run no more. I'm tired. So I just walked those last two. I couldn't do it. But ran those first first four, but that's all I could. That's as far as I could go. The humidity be messing with you, quitter. Hey, I I am, I, but at least I did I did six then. I, I think I did three more walking later on in the afternoon, man. I'm telling you, you, got nothing else to do, man. All right, so well, let's, let's get into these yeah, stories. Unless you got something else, Ish. No, nah, that's all I was gonna say. Let's go get into yeah. these topics. Yeah, and speaking yeah. and speaking the first topic. I mean, hey, speaking of getting your hair cut, man. Right. Uh, let's scare the mess out of Paul. What's you know what's <laughs> going on down in Missouri, man? I mean, I, I read the story. A hundred people uh, went to a Great Clips uh, somewhere in Missouri. I don't know where. Who cares? If it's if it's Great Clips and people, it's probably somewhere in the country. I'm guessing someplace terrible. Uh, but yeah, it got exposed oh, to COVID because two stylists <laughs> tested positive. And I guess they weren't yeah. wearing masks or whatever like that, man. So yeah, two two barber two barbers at this place got went became positive, and you know they don't know where they caught it from or like that. So now they're trying to like you know call up the customers and say like, hey, you need to you know quarantine and all stuff like that. So it's a mess, man. So so y'all defend it, man. What's going on with your state? Well, I mean, it it is what it is, man. You you can't make these people follow the rules. They don't want to. They are protected. Uh, protected by their, I don't know what, protected by their ignorance, <laughs> they think. So, yeah, but um, 
it's it's the same problem we're gonna have to deal with everywhere in the country is whether or not uh, people think that because they 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 get they got tired of sitting at home that this virus went away and it just didn't. It's still gonna be here. It's gonna be here for a while, and we got to take the precautions that we need to take. But we we immediately um, and we'll talk about this in the next story. We immediately just go back to life as we we knew it before, and we're gonna have to hold back on that. Ishmael. Yeah, I mean. The first thing I was going to say is, if you get your haircut at Great Clips, you kind of deserve to get COVID. <laughs> that, that was going to be my joke, man. Oh, yeah. That's your fault. 100%. Yeah, yeah it, it was definitely a, a, a dad joke in the waiting. Somebody had to say it. Um, but, no, nah, that's real. Uh, I was telling Box Wine Poppy before we started the pod, had to run and make a food run before we started and went to this little taco shop by the crib. And I was just surprised at how many people were up there. And, it, you know, they didn't allow dining in or anything. So it wasn't like it was just jam-packed or something like that. But it was just a ton of people up there to pick up tacos. And I was one of them. Um, but people were standing close to each other. People were, and I'm just like, people are trying to move on. They're trying to get back with their normal lives and routines. But that virus is still out there so um you know missouri is now missouri used to be a kind of a state that went back and forth but missouri is a pretty conservative red state now and so uh i think this and another story that we'll talk about is just showing that people you know i said it uh what last week or the week before like the caucasian delegation has moved on they're they're done with this coronavirus and they go into great clips. They uh, they trying to reopen the churches. Uh, they're trying to do all of that. So you're gonna see a lot more people start to contract this virus. Hopefully, the healthcare system has had some time to prepare, so it'll be able to handle this next bump that's coming. Right. Uh, so as you alluded to, not a COVID care in the world. All these people uh, for the memorial. Uh, day holiday decided as as they would normally do prior to COVID go down to the Ozarks do some swimming in the pool everybody gathered together blah 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 but keep in mind they must have forgot y'all must have forgot that this uh this virus existed like like we keep saying that you can't just pretend like none of this happened you can't pretend like oh, okay well I'm, I'm sick of being in the house so let's just go out and you know our wheels will, will will outpower the virus you know who cares about science we just need willpower if we just think positive like this will go away and uh i don't i don't know what kind of voodoo magic that is but it hasn't worked out for me just yet so maybe one day uh <laughs> Is you kind of talked about it. I want Paul to go last since he's going to talk about Missouri. So what do you think? Uh, It's not out of character for us. So I'm sure you probably expected it as did I. Yeah, I wasn't I wasn't really surprised by it. I mean, looking at the pictures and seeing how many people were just, you know, basically on top of each other. Uh, They all got the, the little red cups. You know, I'm sure they putting that cup down. Somebody, you know, when you're at a party like that, you might pick up somebody else's cup on accident. Um, so if you think that it was crazy that, what, those two uh, beauticians or two barbers uh, infected like 100 people, 
you know, what do you think is going to happen in this type of situation? Um, but yeah, they just out there, they just out there kicking it, man. And uh, hey, they out there for a good time, not a long time. <laughs> right. So what you know, about you, box wine, poppy? Man, yeah. I mean, I mean, it definitely. You know, here in here in the Carolinas, it was the same way, man. Like, uh, I didn't. We didn't really go too many places, but I went to like some. You know, drove around some you know shopping centers, and we got some like some you know some takeout food and things like that. And you know, I could just see that you know traffic was up, things were busy. I had to go to a couple stores, and man, it was just it was just mad people out there everywhere, man. I mean, but most people, you know, is masked up. Most people's masked up. I say it's like sixty percent people masked up, 70 percent masked up. Which you know, I, I, I really did not think people were gonna wear masks like three months ago. I, I, I and even two months ago, when before they said you know, you know, please start wearing masks. You know, I I didn't I didn't think that was gonna really catch on, but it, it really has, man. So so I can't really say nothing too crazy about it. But I mean, people's out there. I mean, it's and just the odds is gonna happen. I will say, man, you know, all this stuff is kind of like these anecdotal stories. You know, you hear the stuff in the news, but like there's a podcast I listen to. Uh, and a dude was on there and he, he caught, he lived in New York city and he caught the Corona and, uh, he had, he, and I, I only, I, I hadn't been listening to the episodes in a while. And I just kind of finally caught up over those weekends, listen to him, man. He had that, that fever for, for 27 days, man, 27 mm. days of fever. And so he was like, you know, I mean, he, he, he was like, you know, so he would feel better. And then he, you know, there were days he would just, you know, do nothing but sleep and just eat a little bit. But, you know, but, he, and he's like, you know, he's like our age, you know, pod and I mean, he, he caught this stuff and I'm like. And, and but he was like you know the thing he's like it's like yeah I man I can see why somebody that's you know seventy years old catches this and then they die because man who can survive you know you gotta be strong to be able to survive a twenty seven day fever man I mean you know Ryan you you were sick with the flu not not too long ago man you know three three four days is brutal man you know so mentally 20, just the crazy yeah, fever dreams yeah I couldn't yeah. take it so I mean imagine twenty seven days of of constant you know maybe not one hundred and five degree fever but you know constant at least low grade fever you know one hundred ninety nine one hundred one hundred two one hundred one you know whatever like that every for twenty seven days row man that's I mean just think you're not even gonna be hungry most of the time man so you're just losing body weight all types of things like that so man that, that's the stuff that you know. Those kind of stories, like, yeah, it's, it's, it's good to hear all this stuff in news and you hear all these crazy things. But just when, you know, it's like, you know, just, just people that you, at least you, you, you follow closely and they give you, like, you know, their experience. You're like, man, it's, you know, I don't even want to get sick. It's not about dying, man. It's like, I don't want to get sick either, man. I don't want to give this to my kids. I don't want to give it to my family and all that stuff like that, man. It's, it's nuts, man. But anyway, I mean, people are going to do what they're going to do. We just got to, just got to, people just have to be smart. Hopefully be smart. And if, you, if you're not smart, stay away from me. That's all I got to say. <laughs> hey, well, well, question for y'all. Um, so if I know a lot of schools right now are kind of debating, you know, some are having, uh, virtual graduation, some are having drive-through graduation, some are just like, ain't no graduation. Now that the states are starting to open up, you know, some are talking about having in-person graduations. So if your kids, your child was graduating, whether it was you know, high school, eighth grade, grade school, whatever, and the school decided to have an in-person graduation, would y'all oh, be in attendance? Listen, my, my niece just graduated from high school and they had, in Tennessee, and they had an in-person graduation really? <laughs> at a base, but at an outdoor, at a baseball stadium, though, at a baseball, at an outdoor baseball stadium, they got a minor league team there, 
And so they got a fairly large stadium. I mean, it must be like, you know, I don't know, 5,000. So they, you know, they said like, uh, I think only six family members per person were allowed to, to come. So you had, you know, you had to kind of figure that out. I mean, now there's a majority, there's like all black schools. So I'm pretty sure people were like, bump, like bump that. We ain't, we ain't, we ain't, you know, you know, there's no way you're telling a black family we're going to adhere to the six person rule. That, 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 that ain't right. happening, man. <laughs> they going to figure out some way to get up in there. But I mean, they were, I get, from what I, we, we didn't get to go. Although my wife did want to go, did kind of want us to go, but I was like, yeah, it's not going to work. But, uh. You know, they, they, they had them in, in the baseball stadium so that where they could, you know, kind of spread out. They could sit in little clusters with their own, you know, their family, the six that they were invited. And, but then there was like clusters and they're supposed to, you know, keep distance. But, you know, how, you know, how well is enforced, you know, I'm sure there was still some congregation because you probably, you know, how the high school graduates are. There's folks coming out there, just, just come out there, just, just check out the girls, man. They're, let's be honest. There's, you know, there's people that just come out there just like, hey, it's a, it's a, it's a family event, a, a neighborhood event, you know, so they're just going to be out there loitering, you know, just, just, you know, just talking and catching up with people they ain't seen in years. So I'm sure there was some of that, but they had the graduation, man. And, uh, yeah, it was on the baseball field. So they kind of kept them separate. Some kids had, a few kids had masks on, but most didn't when they were going to get their diploma and stuff like that. And one dude was just handing out every single diploma to everybody, shaking their hands just like regular. So, so I don't know, man. It was, it's, oh, I don't it think was. we understand how contagious this virus is. <laughs> hey, we really don't. Like we're we're used to like regular things, regular contagious, where you're just like, oh, I could get it, I could not get it. But like, if one person passes it to like two or three, like that's a lot, as opposed to the, I think it said like point five for the regular flu, and so I don't know. But people have never really had a grasp for science. Yeah, but, I mean, so, it's also so weird, man. I mean, just just think back to your high school graduation, man. It was like the last time you saw your boys. You know, yeah. how many how many daps and hugs did you give people in there? You know that. Right. You know, I mean, just, and and you tell a, a bunch of kids, hey, you can't do that. You you got you're just gonna get your go in here. You know, wave at them from a distance and you know text them if you want, and then and then get your diploma and we get up out of here. That's it's kind of crazy, man. So you I mean, know, my I wife, guess. my wife keeps talking about Avery missing her. Um, her preschool graduation. I'm like, listen, like she don't even remember this. She, she'll like, be traumatized. She'll be fine. She's happy as a mug not to be in school. Like she, she seems to hate it already. So I don't know. I, but yeah, but par- uh, parents are gonna hold on to it more so than even the kids at this point. I mean, maybe high school. If you're in college or if you're getting a doctorate degree or something, and you've been working hard, and you're like, man, I've been waiting to walk across the stage. I get it. Or you paid hundreds of thousands of dollars to get a college degree, and now you know you can't have a graduation. But man, if preschool, y'all can stay at home. Yeah, Word. I think all of them, and you know, I'm not a parent, so maybe I feel differently. I'll, I'll feel differently at that time. But I'm like, no, all that stuff need to be either virtual or canceled, or you know, maybe you say. All right, next year we're going to invite back, uh, you know, the class where you can come back and you can, you know, kind of go through that. But right now we're in a global pandemic and it just doesn't make sense. Like I know everybody wants those memories. You can still put, uh, you know, the cap and gown on. You could take some photos. You could uh, do it for the gram. You could do it for your grandma. You could do whatever. But I just feel like, any type of congregation congregating like hundreds of people uh and like you said i mean they're going shaking hands people probably giving speeches at these same microphones like it just doesn't make sense and i know that's our normal 
but we are not in normal times right now. Like, uh, but it, in but normal again, times, I don't go outside with a mask on my face all the time. I just, it's different. We're in except, different time. Except when you're trying to rob, right? Come on now. Come on, come on, black guy. <laughs> hey, no. On the so, show. <clears throat> okay, okay. Let, let me let me let me ask the del- let me ask the delicate question, man. Okay, real talk. You 21 years old. No, no you 19 years old. 19 year old phenom. 19 year old uh, hard knocker STL. Cause that was that was a wild boy. I know he was. Stop it. <laughs> 19 year old hard knocker STL. You get you get invited to a to a, a pool party. There's gonna be 300 people there. Fine women. You ain't going. Just just say you ain't. Just just say yes or no. You ain't going in in, in a COVID situation. Come on, be real. I was wise beyond my years, son. No. <laughs> line, line ad, look, him and Michael Jordan, Michael Jordan, the two lying ass dudes in the whole United States, man. Michael Jordan yeah. told about 5,000 lies in that stupid documentary. And here's Ryan telling more. Phenom, keep it real. Come on now. I mean, I can't, I can't say what I would have done. I would, I would hope that I would have made a wise, wise decision. But I do know, you know, especially when I was at that age and most kids at that age, you feel like, you're untouchable like nothing's gonna happen like i'm sure i did a lot of stupid or dangerous stuff uh at that age so i wouldn't put it past myself to be like yo i'm going to this party but again it's even hard to just try to theorize something like that because we this is the first time that we live through something of this magnitude uh so I, i would hope that i would recognize that like look this ain't normal, so I just can't be out here doing normal things. Listen, man. I, I, I would expect it more from, like you said, for the kids to be reckless, not the parents or not the school administrators or not, you know, the adults. But it seemed like, you know, because because really, I mean, if you're talking about a party, something fun, yeah, kids are going to do that. And at, at this, um, in the Ozarks, you know, that was mostly teens and people in their early 20s, right? Yeah, um, that's what I'm talking about. Do you think, do you really think that kids care? Like, let, let's say high school, because that's, high school and college are the two main graduations that everybody really cares about. Do you think the high school student is really going to trip that much off not being able to walk or not being able to do it at the time? Like, I don't think they they want to do it because you only get that once. But I think the parents are the ones who want that more so. I think the kids would be like, well, couldn't do it. Whatever. Like I said, yeah, let me, I think let it's me the get parents. some pictures for the gram. I'm good. Yeah. Let me get some uh, TikTok video with my homegirl. I'm good. But the parents are just like, no, we can't miss this opportunity. And it's going to be a lot of people infected because of, you know, people want it's- to be normal. It's, it's definitely the parents, and I, I wonder if you're a an administrator put in these positions. There, our government officials, our administrators for our schools, um, are put in a very tough position when half of the people are saying, you know, we need to open up and and get this going, and the other half of the people saying, no, we need to shut it down. This shouldn't happen, and you know, you're getting threats on both sides. Uh, especially politicians where they're saying, well, I won't vote for you next term if you if you don't open up soon or I won't vote for you if you won't close it down or keep it closed. And I, I don't know what you do in those situations. I mean, you have to make the best decision uh, for everybody. 
but unfortunately, I think most people in power don't do that. They got to look out for number one. Yep, yep, yep. So basically, keep your job at all costs. Like, if you kill people, uh, don't worry about it. <laughs> hey, that's me. Just make then just make every political position a one-term thing. It's like you can Good. run again yeah. after you sit a term, but you can only run for one term at a time, or not right. at a time, but just one term. Because then you would get stuff done. Yep, guarantee it. And then you ain't got you don't owe nobody nothing because you up out of there in a minute. All right, so um, let's see where we at. My bad, I was looking up another story. All right, this is a white collar crimes. So we back to a white collar crimes. It's been a while. I need to find that uh find that sound bite so we can start back doing it. But uh, this is a wait a minute. Is this no? It just says Karen in there. I was going to say, is the lady's name Karen for real? <laughs> no, but no. So this time, a uh, black man uh, in a park, Central Park, watching birds, literally, and uh, gets the gets the cops called on him or he gets threatened, and uh, it's one of those crazy things that we wonder what can we do as black people and not be bothered, and it's probably nothing at this point. Have we gotten everything out? Uh, we haven't got the cops called on us while uh, while climbing like a mountain. Because we don't do that stuff, or uh, like while white water rafting, because we uh-huh. don't do that stuff either. Uh, maybe if we start doing like super white stuff, maybe we'll be okay. Uh, but then oh, yeah. we're probably oh, more like. Did the you cops did call. you not read about the story? Have you not? Did you not heard what this dude was doing? <laughs> I know it's it's, <laughs> right. it's pretty white. I know, but he's still in a park, so you know. Man, you know if it was a. Black dude climbing up a mountain, they would have said he just robbed somebody and he's trying to get away. He's climbing Mount Kilimanjaro to He just got to, to the top away. of Mount Everest. Yeah. Somebody needs to come look at him. He's doing something wrong. They a sniper shoot him from the base of Mount Everest. <laughs> Impossible shot, right, Paul? Impossible. So, I don't really know what we could say about this, but we could talk about this lady's demeanor i know the thing that's bothered me about it is that folks are talking about the dog that is an important part of it i know the dog i know the dog was getting was having some suffer she looked like she's hanging this dog and she had no idea because she was so angry but at the same time it's still like we still care more about dogs and pets than we do about black the treatment of black people in this country well i I mean, I, I, the next two stories, it's kind of be the same thing, man. I, I, at least, at least, homie was smart enough to pull his camera out and and record this, and then you know he got the, the you know he got the he got the evidence he needed, man. You know the the chick, you know, basically making up a story Thankful. on the spot, saying you know he that, that he was assaulting her and you know trying to kill, you know, threatening to kill her and stuff like that, and couldn't have been further the truth, man. So, but yeah, I mean, you know, but hey, man, and another thing, you know, for for better or for worse, we have social media and we have all these social justice warriors. We got the Sean King, you know, you guys, you know, some people call him Talcum X, whatever. But I mean, these things, they go viral and the, the chick lost her job, got the dog taken away from her, lost her job, <laughs> and she got banned from the Central Park for, for life or something like that, man. So, <laughs> you get banned from the crack. That's crazy, <laughs> yo. I mean, like, where In New York. Where, they can't where, find where, you. 
Well, it's also, you know, Central Park is, is massive, man. You know, like, right. so where else is she going to go to, like, exercise? Like, you, you, where else she going like, to see a tree? Yeah, man. I mean, yeah, <laughs> there, there ain't that many trees out there, man. So, like, that's, it's like, the you know, and it's huge. It's like a massive park. It's probably, and I'm, I'm sure she lives right near there. Now, she probably won't be living there much longer because she lost her job, which is, which is, you know, even crazier. Uh, but yeah, man, like how, do, like, how would it feel like if somebody said, Hey, you cannot go to like this, like one tenth of this entire city of St. Louis. And they said, you can never come back ever again, as long as you live here in this city. <laughs> That'd be kind of wild, yo. That, that's a, that's, well, there, that's really there are neighborhoods in St. Louis that we can't go to as black people. <laughs> <laughs> so be part for the course. I think that's every, every city. But you don't have like an official letter from them telling you, do not step foot here. It's just kind of assumed like, Hey, you we just know better. Yeah, we're going to look at you suspiciously if you walk up in here. I mean, yeah, that's, same, every, that's same every, every city got something like I that. I think it might be worse if it's not written. <laughs> okay. You rather she have better it off, crystal clear. She better off having a letter. Uh, Phenom, what you think? Um, Yeah, I mean, I, I don't lose any sleep over her getting banned from Central Park. Like, if you... And, well, what's sad about it is that probably did have more to do with the dog... Uh, then, yeah. then the man. <laughs> she got fired like, from a job because of the dog. Yeah, if she was Guaranteed. just being racist or whatever towards uh, the black man, I mean, they would have said, uh, you know, she might have got banned for two weeks. At, and that's only because <laughs> of the social outrage that happened. Um, but, yeah, a lot of that was because she was just strangling that dog uh, like that. And uh, people, like you said, People get outraged more about that than they do seeing black or brown people get brutalized. But um, yeah, I, I mean, we see it so many times where black people are just basically um, seen as threats. Whatever they do, like like you just are out of place in certain people's opinions. So uh, whether you are running, jogging. Uh, you know, in the park or down the street, whether you are bird watching, whether you are going to get some ice cream, like whatever you do, we're just looked at as a threat. And, you know, it's just another example of that. But I mean, the good thing is, and Paul alluded to it, is that because more people are capturing it on their phones and it's being posted to social media, now we're starting to see real consequences whether they're legal or whether they're social and i think uh even will smith said recently like racism and police brutality it's not happening more now it's just people are posting it more like we're capturing it right. we're talking about it we're sharing it we're seeing it it always happened but now we got eyes because everybody got that camera phone so do you think it actually happens less now because we can film it? Because I think the I would guess, you know, I, I, would spent, guess so. I spent a fair I, amount of time watching cops this uh, this past <laughs> week. I hate to admit it, but it was a whole lot of times where I was like, eh, "Y'all being a little like, well, I'm glad that we serve the public today." Like <laughs> you know, where normally I think they probably would have would have started kneeing people in the back of the head and start uh, drop kicking folks. <laughs> Uh, maybe I, I, I still think like it's probably gone down. I mean, there's there's more awareness about this. Hopefully, more training. I mean, but it's it's gonna it's it, it is it's been slow. It's 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 long overdue, and it's probably. But you know, you again, we've had this conversation dozens and dozens of times over these 110 episodes. I'll forget that after after this podcast. But 
you know, it, it's it, it's it's gonna slowly get better, but you're never gonna get rid of all of this, man. It's just it's gonna happen, man. Sorry, I didn't mean to cuss, but it, stuff's gonna happen, man. So it's some little small town, some small police force, some dude's gonna have a bad day, and you know things are gonna happen, man. It's unfortunate, you know. You can't expect a, a, a thousand percent bad average on this stuff, man. You know, but hopefully these things are, are will trend in the right direction. I, maybe they are. I don't. You know, there's no data supported, but people putting videos out like this, and, and man, they, I mean, the cops. Uh, the next story we're talking about, I mean, they, it seems like people are taking action. I mean, hey, this lady got fired. The next story we're gonna talk about, the the dude's already fired. I, I don't know if that's sufficient or not, but you know, but that's those are positive things, man. I, I, so I don't know. You got, you got to find some positive and some some kind of light in some of these stories. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, well, I mean, we might as well go. Yeah, let's go, go into it, into man. the next story since it's it's related and we both uh, have talked about it or referred to it. So, uh, George Floyd, uh, a black man in Minnesota, uh, was killed. Uh, Milwaukee, died, Milwaukee, Milwaukee. You know, uh, yeah, Milwaukee. Yeah, my bad. Um, no, it says Minneapolis. It was Minnesota. Yeah. Oh man, yeah, shut up. <laughs> one of those MCs. Yeah. So yeah, a man in Minneapolis uh, was killed. He was being uh, arrested uh, by the police or being questioned uh, over uh, a forgery or something like that. The police handcuffed him. They ended up putting him on the ground. One officer had his knee on the back of his neck for several minutes. Um, and the guy is, is like a, a Garner situation where he kept saying, I can't breathe. You know, can you get off my neck? I can't breathe. Uh, the officer did not comply with his request requ- request until uh, the ambulance that they had called showed up. And then he ended up dying. Um, like you said, the police officers just got fired. I think, was it four or six of them? Four. 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 Uh, police officers were fired because of it. The interesting thing I thought was like initially the police tried to say that um, tried to cover it up. He died. You know, he was he was um, during the process of being arrested. He had a medical um, issue that popped up and that's how he died. Like that was the initial statement. It was like a medical event, I think was the terminology. Yeah, put, put it yeah, being struggle. <laughs> yeah, leaving your, your your knee and all your full weight on my neck probably, probably cause a medical event. <laughs> yeah, and so now that, you know, we see that they're fired, do y'all believe that um, this was something where the police force, you know, saw the video and were compelled? Was it the pressure like why do you think they got fired in this case because we've seen in a lot of similar cases the police will usually stand by their people uh at least until they can't so why do you think the cops got arrested in this situation uh or lawsuits. Not arrested. i'm sorry fired. fired lawsuits if you fire them then you could say that you didn't agree with their tactics uh at all and it's against company policy blah 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 that kind of stuff so you get people out of there to try to lessen your damages because you're going to get damages. So, you know, if you if you distance yourself immediately, then, you know, you can probably get the jury to side with you in a civil case. But you're going to still get sued by the but what's going to happen in this country? This week, the, the cops are going to sue. Oh, we, we got we got fired un, un, unjustly. We weren't you know, we didn't get a fair trial a hearing. You know, we weren't we weren't you know, reviewed by our peers, but, but you know, whatever. So, I mean. 
It's damn if you Easy do to wash your hands off. But yeah. my thing is like again, uh, I, and and this is the crazy thing. Like so, like me, like man, if something was like to go down, I'm not, I'm not sure I'm smart enough to like just pull my phone out and start recording. Like I'm, I'm like, and especially like these, these, you know, the innocent bystanders that recorded all this, and thank goodness they recorded it and put it out there, and and you know, and now you know we have it, at least at least we're seeing it, and we're in, and things are hopefully you know moving in in the right direction. I don't, I think the story ain't over. I think, I mean, last I saw there was a bunch of. Bunch of cop cars getting busted up uh, in, down in, I guess, Minneapolis right now. So it, it, it could be a rough night. Could, could be a rough few nights down there for them. So uh, hopefully they figure it all out. But, but my thing is, like, how can you just, you know, you, you, you stand there on the sidewalk. Maybe maybe you ain't even got nothing to do with it. And you just walk up and you see a dude, like, you know, in this position getting with, the, you know, cop put on there. And your first instinct is just pull out the phone, which I, 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 I'm commending because, again, it's getting us there. But, like. That would not be my first instinct. My first instinct is like, man, right. go, go yell at this cop. Get him, man. Like, you can't, I can't just stand you, there and see You can't see help him. You can't help him because he could end up being you. But That's I'm, the no, crazy I'm gonna, part. I'm going to, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to, man, I'm going to raise a foot. I, I, I feel like you, I'd have to raise a foot. I'm not saying I'm perfect. I'm not saying I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to definitely save the dude's life, but I feel like just, just stand there, just watching it and not doing, not moving. Just, just like, hey, I'm just going to film this. That's, that's, I mean, uh, I, I understand I guess, what you're saying. It's just, it's just, it's just weird to me. I don't know how, how would y'all feel in that situation? If y'all was there, would y'all just be sitting there, just like, hey, I'm just gonna pull this, this camera out and just stand back and just lay in the cut and just film all this, and then I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna slide this off to CNN or, or no, local news? Like that just, that just don't. That, that's my, my mind don't don't work like that. I guess the cops. I, mean, I think. Go ahead. I think there's room for both. You know, like you need both because the the videos of these events that have happened. I mean, without. Without the video, you're not getting that national. But like these cops would not have been fired if there was no video. No. Um, you know whether and and maybe maybe if you go up to the cop. I mean the chances of him stopping because you said something are limited. I believe Probably. that they're gonna tell you to shut up, move out the way. They're gonna send another cop to push you back if you get too close. And he's still gonna stand there with his knee on his neck. I, I feel like a cop is gonna be more likely to sort of stand down at least a little bit if he sees that camera. Like I don't know if this cop knew. I guess there are pictures of him looking over at the people. Um, but I yeah. feel like the more that this happens and the more that this causes ruckus, maybe it puts it in their in their mind. Um, but you gotta have people that videotape these. Like, if you don't, then it's just gonna be swept under the rug. Like I said, mm-hmm. if, if they didn't have this video, the police 100% would have stuck with this story that he had some type of medical event. Um, you know, the officers uh, were responding properly. You know, he was trying to resist. And, you know, he had a medical event after that. Like, no, nah, that's not what happened. And even if the cops had the video themselves, because everybody has body cams now, like after Mike Brown and um, Eric Garner and all these situations, like the cops have body cams almost everywhere. So they would have mm-hmm. had that video. But if it don't get out to the public, if the public isn't there to apply that pressure you know, to make phone calls, to be on the news, to be showing up um, at protests and things like that, then that, that stuff would never see the light of day. Sorry, right, what were we going to say, Ryan? Um, I, I was going to say that 
it's it's really one of those situations where as much as and I totally agree with Paul, I don't see how you can stand there and not do something. But I don't blame people that don't do something because it's ultimately it's like um, it's like those wildlife videos that you see. You know, there might be one one animal being eaten by a lion. The other ones don't don't come and help. They could. It's thousands of them. But they don't because it could end up being you. So I, I totally understand, um, man. But just imagine if we could have saved the man's life. We just pushed the man off. But I get it. And I'm not trying to say anybody should have done anything different. Yeah. It's just it's just one of those things. Just like, man, it only probably took a moment maybe to save his life. But we couldn't do anything about it because we got to worry about the same thing happening to us. And I, the, these tactics have gone, have been... Uh, used for a long time the knee to the back of the the head and neck or whatever I don't understand why it's a tactic it's stupid um, I see it um, like I said I spent a lot of time watching cops <laughs> this this past week they use that tactic a lot what happened to the Walker Texas Ranger get on your knees and put your hands behind your head we only see that when, when, uh, when white people get arrested I, I don't understand all the black people ain't, ain't running that does not um, and in this case, what was it? A, a forgery situation? Yeah, is that what they said it was? So forgery. the the for the forger didn't run. You know, so it, there's other ways to do it. They gotta the allow people. Forger. Yeah, allegedly, yes. So you have to allow people the chance to to uh, comply and submit, and you gotta do it in a way that physically is possible. I can't physically stop my body from fighting you when you're choking me. I cannot physically tell my brain to turn off survival instincts when you are trying to bend my arm the way it doesn't go. You're trying to bend my leg the way it doesn't go. That's just not how it works. And I must, and you know, so let's say this, we ain't flexible no more. This ain't, this ain't uh, John Henry working Pause. on a railroad. Yo, if you try to put my hands behind my back right now, I'll probably break my shoulder. So, no, I'm not going to be compliant and you pulling my shoulder behind my back. It's just not something that you can do. And uh, I don't know. It's just it's frustrating and nothing changes because they don't want it to change. Yeah, it's going to like I said, man, it's going to get worse. I think they're going to have some some rise out there. And then uh, I guess there are some pictures circling the dude that had the, the knee on the neck. Uh, I guess he got some, some MAGA-type hats. Like it says, like, keep whites or make whites great again. Some kind of some kind of MAGA-type hat. That he, there's some mm, videos. There's, there's some photos circulating online about that now. So, yeah, this I mean, people, you know, people gone through all his, uh, you know, his social media and, and found some stuff. At least one thing that kind of looks a little, little sketchy. So it's, And if it's that's the case, Paul, they, knew, the they knew that he had that picture. Somebody knew. It ain't it ain't the first time they've seen. You, you might be probably right, man. I'm, I'm not. I wouldn't be. I wouldn't doubt it. I'm sure you got plenty of cops in the in the group chat. You know, just like yeah. you know, just like we do, right? Exactly. Yeah. All right. All right, man. We gonna, we gonna close it out on some on a lighter note, man. Yeah, we gonna have to. So uh, rest in peace. Give it to, to this us, man. Uh, is um, I heard I heard your boy was actually. Uh, getting involved in one of these last stories, Paul. Uh, the What's dude that? that keeps losing the uh, the attorney. <laughs> oh, oh, you know he is, man. He Crump out here losing. Yeah, yeah I he's, think. he's he's the attorney for uh, uh, his family. 
Oh. That's an L right there. That's that C. That's I mean, like exactly. why? Why? How does this dude get a job, man? How? Just how? I don't understand. Well, man. Oh. Yeah, like I said, he. You know, they'll go and I'm sure. You know, people are used to seeing him on TV. I think he, you know, tells him, "Hey, you don't have to pay me because most of the times they get paid through like the GoFundMe or whatever. They'll right. um, take over just the administration of that." So the people won't have to pay them any money out of pocket. And if you see every time this happens uh, to a black person, this guy's on TV covering them, then, you know, a lot of people, that's that's what they're going to do. Especially if you're grieving, you know, you're not trying to go search straight, for an attorney yeah. at that point. Like, and he just, I'm sure he'd pop up at your house. Like as soon as it happened, right. you just at the front door. Right. He at the hospital. So I, I, I just wish, like, I mean, like, I don't know, because you know, whenever a story like this happens, like, you hear, all, you have, you know, you have all, social media goes crazy, and then you get a bunch of celebrities, and they, they chime in. I mean, can't, I, I'm not, I don't know, Oprah. Somebody, somebody heard this somebody, man speak. Somebody heard this man speak. He can't even talk. Can't, can't, can't like, uh, you know, I, I don't know, who, who's like a big, like, you know, not, not like a, not like a Sean King, but somebody like that's uh, a, a well-known celebrity that's, that's, that's big into this type of stuff. I don't, you know, is it, is it Barbara Streisand, Oprah Winfrey, somebody that, you know, is reputable, <laughs> that's a, at least can say like, hey. Somebody say, hey, don't hire this dude. <laughs> yeah, somebody, somebody say like, hey, like, don't worry, don't, don't, there's gonna be a, t- a ton of lawyers coming at you trying to get, trying to get your, trying to get on TV for you. Yeah, let me put you in touch with two, three dudes that'll do it pro bono, and they and 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 they'll they'll take care of you, and they're they're not gonna, it's not gonna be, you, you got a better chance of winning. Can't, can't there be somebody out there that kind of gets this family and tells? Them, right. I, I don't I don't care who it is, Jesse Jackson, Al Sharpton, just can't somebody reach out and just say, hey, don't stay away from these people. Go with go with two or three people, but make an informed decision. Don't sit there and just this one dude shows up real quick and calls y'all out the out, like five minutes after it happens. Like, hey, I'll do it all for free. Hey, I'm gonna start saying this dude. I'm gonna start saying he's a plant. So I'm gonna start that conspiracy theory. He's a plant. He's trying to lose like, these cases, man. Again, has he has? I mean, he's written. He's he's, he I mean, he's written a book. He's on TV. Has he won a case? One of these that cases dude is there. about zero for thirteen. Okay, and he was the Michael Brown lawyer, right? Yes. Or no? Yes. Okay. Well, there you go. That's where it started, I think. No, I think he was with Trayvon too, right? Was he? Because he's he's know. he's from Florida, so I think he. I know I know he's from Florida, so I think yes. he was on the Trayvon case. I'm pretty recall, sure, but I know he's been on like every one of the high high profile ones. Everyone. So I don't know what he writing a book about how to lose. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how to lose? Eight. How to lose uh, a case? We, wait, we need, put, we need to put down allegedly. We need to put allegedly on this because that dude, he, look, man, he definitely will sue us for five. And five, if he hears this podcast, he definitely suing us. He loses. He loses. Oh, that's the that's the one he's gonna win. <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah. I'll be paying him fifteen dollars a week for the rest of my life. Of that. He'll have to pay us. Be like, he, he he was in the Tra- He was the lawyer for the Trayvon for the George Zimmerman Trayvon Martin uh, case. So he was, yeah. Dang. Yeah, man. Okay. Yeah, he represented Martin's family. Lost that one. Lost the Mar- Michael Brown one. Uh, yeah, I don't know of anyone just, that he won, man. I don't know. Just say no to Crump. All right. And and all of that, in fairness, all of that ain't his fault. You know, we got yeah, a yeah, lot yeah. of faulty laws uh, where the deck is kind of stacked up uh, against him. Uh, and I, I do think there's value in Crump in the fact that he has the experience dealing with the families. And I think that's probably his biggest strength is 
you know, he's relatable to them. He's able to kind of walk them through the process. I mean, obviously, if you if you lose a child, you know, if you lose a son or a daughter or you lose a father or a mother, having somebody who has navigated other people through that, I think there's value in that. And, and he just seems to come off like a person where I think he comforts these families that said, you know, if I were in that situation and he came to me, I couldn't use him. I don't even think I would want a lawyer that is well known per se. Like, I don't even want somebody whose face that you recognize, who you right. have an opinion on, whether you like them or not. Like, I'm just trying to get the best lawyer possible. I'm trying to get somebody, you know, I'm trying to get Matlock, somebody who never lose right um but just somebody who is who is skilled not necessarily somebody who is known yo i've already informed my wife if anything ever were to happen to me of this magnitude do not hire crump look man he, i gotta do not do not hire chain around my neck so if you find me dead it says do not hire crump Listen, he probably he probably good at starting that GoFundMe though for you. That's that's the that's the that's probably his main reason. It's something, man. His legal that, assistant is fire. Something something's going on. Somebody's a good speaker, and it ain't him. All right, let's go, man. I mean, stop, I'm gonna get I'm gonna get like say it again. If I get murked by the popo, mm-hmm. and my vi- my video goes viral, I'm gonna need like Morgan Freeman to be my lawyer. You don't have to have legal experience. Just need a voice. Yeah, just his voice. Like you can even have Crump write up all the arguments, but just have yeah, Morgan yeah, Freeman that probably will work. It's probably just him. He just he's nervous at talking to something. He's not good at public speaking. No, I'm just, yeah. hey, get get me uh Samuel L. Man, like I hope they burn in hell. That's what I want, man. I want a Morgan Freeman up there just talking all like God up in there, man. Sound sound all noble. No, man, give me somebody that's yelling and cursing. That's what I want. That's how yeah, I Morgan Freeman. Morgan Freeman that's will convince you of anything, man. I'm with Ish. <laughs> It's true. Hey, it's true though. Yeah, he got he got that voice, man. He won't, he won't know what the hell he's talking about, but he got the voice. Not an attorney, but plays one on TV. Yeah. Yeah. All right, let's move on. Happy final news. topic. Happy news. Finally, Paul, I'm gonna let you have it. Okay, man. Hey, hey, B, I'm a cow. B, I'm a cow. Uh, <laughs> talk about your uh, Ryan's girl, Doja Cat. I guess she got in trouble over the weekend. Again, there was a big big push to cancel everybody over the weekend. Uh, I guess people were, people were just bored. Too so, much time on their hands. Uh, I don't really know how to sum the story up, but like, like apparently uh, some people, some 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 trolls on Twitter, you know, but Doja Cat's big on social media and stuff like that. She's got a big following. You know, she's a young young chick. You know, she's out here. Uh, but people found out that she's you know she kind of hangs out in these like chat rooms on I think it's called Tiny Chat. And these chat rooms, I guess there's some racist like rhetoric going back and forth. And I guess she's not really co-signing it, but I guess she's kind of ambivalent to it on the tw- on the tweets. And I guess people are, are in the, the chats and people aren't really. And so people kind of gave her stuff for that. And apparently she's uh, sharing feet pictures, some, some kind of weird kinky kind of stuff going on in the chats too, man. So it was, it was just a lot of a lot of drama in the chats. And it, it kind of went viral because people were you know, wanted to cancel her, wanted to make a big story about it because she is kind of a recognizable name. She's kind of hot right now. So then she had to uh, apologize and stuff like that. And yeah, man, I mean, I mean, can y'all sort any of this stuff out? It's a, it's a little messy, little, 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 little hard to follow up some of it, but did y'all keep up with this at all? 
Yes, I did. Uh, I followed. You were all story. in. I followed. Closely. Well, I checked out the story and uh, I checked up her uh, apology mm-hmm. too. I listened listen mm-hmm. to the whole video this morning. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So and what I'm gonna say is, first of all, big fan of Doja Cat. I already told y'all that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think she's talented. She got skills, and I knew it mm-hmm. from the second I heard uh, "I'm a Cow." Mm-hmm. I was telling y'all, check her out. She got skills. What other music has she made? But anyway, um, this time she kind of um, was uh, taken to task by the the internet brethren, and they wanted to say that she was doing all these things. And Doja Cat took to, um, I think, uh, IG YouTube Live. or IG, IG Live. I can't remember which one. I saw it on YouTube. Where she is basically one by one bullet point going through each and every situation and thing that she's being accused of. And I respect her for that. She did put out a normal press release saying I'm sorry. And she said she was not happy with that apology. It was put together by the team and all that stuff and and edited by her. And she just didn't. She don't think that's how you should apologize. She wanted to, to say it straight from the heart and speak on each topic. And that's what she did. So, um. She probably had a 18, 17, 18 minute kind of thing going through everything. She said the chat rooms are the chat rooms and they just, you know, like every chat room or every space in the world, racists come in, racists leave. And that's just how it is. Until they're banned, they come in there, they spam and they leave. So, no, it's not a racist chat room. It's just a chat room she's in where racists come in. Anybody that's ever been in a chat room in the days of AOL, it was always some racists coming in trying to start stuff. Xbox Live. Oh, yeah. Xbox Live, Xbox yes. Live. I've been called <laughs> N-word more on Xbox than I have in real life. And that's a fact. <laughs> um, she talked about um, how, you know, the old song that she made and how she was wrong about doing that and she shouldn't have done it, but she was young and stupid and the song is terrible too, she said. So it was just one of the things she was being called that in the racist chat room or by a racist in a chat room. Uh, she's never done any mm. kind of stuff for the racist. She doesn't do that. She's not into that. She says she is kinky, but she does not do that. Uh, uh, the derogatory uh, sex names in the bedroom. <laughs> she said she's not down with it. So I, I'm, I'm with her, man. Did, 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 you, did you check out the, the feet pics? What did you think of the no, feet? No, I did not look at her feet pics. Feet, feet are man, the worst yo, things ever. I did it. I did a deep dive on this man. Her feet, feet kind of tra- like the rest of the body looks great. The the feet kind of trash, yo. And so like we can talk about that more, man. The feet is like she got some she got some toe issues there, man. Everybody it's like, toes it's, it's, is trash. It's a little scary. Not well, mine, you know, man. My... Ryan got her. Did, wait, wait, wait. Paul just said not his. his new phone. Paul just said my not feet his. Is straight man. No, my feet don't look. My feet look great, man. This wait, dude just said about? he got cute toes. They look like fingers. But they look like fingers, but they straight, man. They ain't all all I, like I, my feet don't look like LeBron's. I'm sorry, I hate to break it to you. Phenom, Phenom loves uh, Phenom loves feet. Just want to get that out there, man. You told me that before. I don't know where you got that from. Um, I did not really follow this story closely. Um, I did see what happened. I saw that she. Made an apology. I saw that, um, you know, Twitter and social media uh, was trying to cancel her and, you know, basically saying that uh, she's racist, um, which, you know, given that she is biracial, it's kind of, I don't know, it's, it's different when you talk about biracial 
folks uh, just because, and especially young, at a young age, because you know they are going to struggle with identity, whether they, you know, I don't know, I guess generally speaking in society, we consider biracial folks black because that's how society is going to see you. That's how they're going to treat you. The one drop rule. But most of the biracial people that I know have gone through some type of struggle on, you know, either if they're raised by the white parent, am I black enough or, you know, or am I not black at all? They just see themselves as white like the rest of the family. And, you know, it's always some type of realization, you know, that occurs and it's going to be around whatever 18 20 21 so i'm not surprised but doja cat's weird like i yeah i like her music i kind of follow a little bit but she, she seems weird like it didn't surprise me that she would say something um sort of racist against black people like so i don't know she like a shock artist she just do things to shock people for real yeah can, can we be can we be real though? We 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 give her the benefit of the doubt because she got a she got a booty, right? We, I mean, let's 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 be real. If she didn't have a booty. Would she would she get any would she get any benefit of the doubt on this? Oh, I'm if not she... giving the benefit of doubt on looks at all. It's because right. I mean, if she was I white, <laughs> if she was just straight white, then no, there's no benefit of the doubt. You know, like we ain't really talk about the Biden situation, but Biden, you know, when he said his comment, even though I do believe it was intended to be a joke. Like you just can't make that joke as a white man. You can't do it. If you if he was black, nobody would even talked about it. Like everybody would have laughed, ha ha ha, and it would have been over. But as a white person, you can't make that joke. I think as a white woman, you can't uh, do the things that Doja Cat was doing and get away with it. But because you black, because you have that blackness in you, it's like you get a pass, or at least you get a little bit more understanding. Like, no, it's not cool that you did it. But as far as me, I'm not trying to cancel you um, after that happens. I'm going to say, yeah, that was wrong. That was stupid. How old were you? You know, what's your situation? But at the end of the day, I really don't care. Like, I feel like the the cancel culture um, is so prevalent right now. Like, anytime anybody does anything out of pocket again we were talking about what were we talking about earlier where um where we talked about discussing jimmy fallon and that was something from 20 years ago um so it's like we find these things from way back and we try to cancel and i think you have to look at them individually look at those situations individually and determine how you go and judge them it's not going to be just one standard that applies to everyone evenly because it, it just kind of depends on what goes into that. That's all I think about with this podcast, man. Like, if I ever become famous, become a, a big, like, time politician or something like that, 10 years from now, like, they're going to find these podcasts and it's over for me. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be, you know, the box wine poppy can't, is cancel party hashtag <laughs> on, on Twitter trending. And I'll be like, oh, man, I'm done. I'm, I'm through. And Ish going to co sign it. He's going to come out and put a video out saying, like, yeah, get him out of here. And I'm be, I'm, it's over. Video. I'm making a book. I'm getting paid <laughs> off that book deal, player. <laughs> That too, Ryan making T-shirts out front of the courthouse. It's gonna be it's gonna be it's gonna be rough. And I and and I'll let me say this too. Um, and one one another reason I made this be like 
I don't want to harp on it so much, and this is sorted down, so we'll bring it back up later, but I uh, mentioned, mentioned this earlier, so y'all know I'm a huge Terrace House fan. Oh, Talk yeah, about so Terrace I, House. I, I know what you're talking about. All the time. And actually, my mother, I need to call my mother, but uh, my mother is the one that kind of broke this news to me, mm-hmm. uh, that one of the characters, or not characters, but one of the stars from this season's Terrace House ended mm-hmm. up dying like initially the headline Suicide. was that she died but yeah, yeah she ended up taking her own life uh and a part of that was because she just took a lot of heat on social media you know a lot of people you know they call it uh cyberbullying you know but a lot of people just said mean and nasty things to her uh Hana Kimura is her name and um uh, like that was kind of rough you know I'm just I'm that's a Japanese TV show. I'm all the way here in America, but she probably is my favorite person in this really? current season. She's like a wrestler, uh-huh. and it's just like to see stuff like that where people are killing themselves because people on social media want to say negative things. People on social media want to uh, bash you. I'm like, is it really worth it? Like, it's certain things we talk about on this podcast. We talk about people. I have a lot of critical comments to say about people. But you better believe that them people going to deserve it. You know what I'm saying? Like when we talk about cops putting their knee on somebody's neck, yeah, you deserve whatever heat comes for you right. for that. Yeah. Uh, but certain <clears throat> stuff I feel like we as a society or we as just individuals, not even a society, we as individuals just want to like attack, attack, attack because it's fun. And I'm like, is that worth it? So, See, we got to get back to uh, to talking about people behind their back. It's like <laughs> social media to just change things where now you just think, oh, I'm gonna just say it to their face. Like this is this is how how real people do. We just say it to their face. Nah, man, just go back to talking back talking to people behind their back. I mean, it's a whole lot of stuff I might say about like LeBron or something. Dude, I would never say that stuff to anybody that I actually knew. If I was talking to LeBron, I wouldn't tell him anything that I've been joking about him or you know his hairline mm-hmm. or nothing like that. Like that's 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 personal stuff that I don't want to get into, but I will laugh with my boys about it, and that's how it should be. It's a reason why we talk behind people's back because it hurts people's feelings <laughs> if you say it to their face. So uh, we gotta we gotta but stop also, being so real out here. But also, people gotta stop, man. Stop. You gotta like social media can be good, you know, get informed, you know, things like that. But man, people people get too deep dive on these things. Like man, like if you on like some like like chat rooms, like man, I, I'll get on Reddit, but I'm like get on like you know. You know, regular stuff on Reddit. You know, like something that's like you know, home improvement or something. You know, something funny, something like that. But I'm not deep down in those comments, man. I'm like, okay, here's the the main topic. Here, I'll read that. I'll read a couple of they're funny. But man, you get down to the people that's like always repot. Well, man, it's gonna get racist pretty quick if it's anything like political or racial. You know, man, just just read some YouTube. If you really want to be depressed, read some YouTube comments. Or read, like, go to your, like, a major newspaper, Washington Post, Wall Street Journal, and read some, just read some of the user comments, man. It is, like, the most depressing stuff. Because you'd be like, man, these people are crazy. They may not be out-and-out racist necessarily. YouTube, they will definitely will be. But, like, it just be it just be crazy outlandish people. And it's, it's like, who has time to write all this stuff? Like, I am I have never in my life wanted to get on a YouTube video and and start like you know just bashing whoever's on there. I ain't got the time, man, because I'm not exactly. a loser, man. I got things to do. <laughs> yeah, but it's, it seemed like that is the culture in general. The loser, cu- yeah, young kid loser culture. They can't get no, 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 no booty. No, no, no. I don't even think it's young kids. 
Uh, and a lot of times people will say, you know, we, we try to blame it on kids. But, I mean, it'd be grown folks out here doing it, too. Yeah, like grown they... losers. Grown, there's grown <laughs> losers, too, man. There's losers. If you, man, look, I, look nobody, I, I'm on my phone playing times, but I'm not on their post. I'm not, I'm, 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 I'm sending jokes to Ryan. Ish. I ain't added nobody I'm, on Twitter. I'm just saying. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to talk about them all in my timeline, but I ain't going to never add them. It's no reason to. Yeah, but I'm also not like like oh I'm gonna you know I gotta I gotta do this get really big on this one you know one thing I I I feel no I I, I mean I have a Twitter but like I don't feel the need to even write a tweet because like what 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 do I really my voice adding something to it like some useful right. occasionally I do but it's very very rare I just don't feel the need to like hit on every single thing but there's people out there that do hundreds of times like like I, like okay the Doja Cat thing like like okay yeah it's kind of funny to read a little bit about you because you hear kind of like the titillating stuff pause on a part of it but like man like I, I don't really care i'm but the people out there doing like deep dives and hundreds and hundreds of a message you know uh, posts yeah. about this like like man get a life get get, yeah, get, like, get over why, yourself why do you care so much about something yeah screenshot screenshot exactly exactly man dedicating five hours of your life to you know talking about this and so outraged and so this and that um like what what's the point of that and like I said, we, we talked a little bit about um, Ryan was talking about the Switch and talking about video games. I know I'll still play 2K uh, probably a lot more than my wife would like for me to, but I'll play and I'll get on with the homies and we'll, uh, we'll play run in the park with my career or whatever. And it's like uh, me and the homie Mike were talking recently about just like the decorum is just crazy. Like, you know, we'll be playing the park is like – or. Well, we played Rex, like five on five. Mm-hmm. You have your character. You know, they put you on team with four of the people. Y'all playing another team, basically. And it's just like, even when you're on there, if you miss a shot, you miss an uh, a open jump shot, or you miss a layup, like, people just get on. Oh, so like, each person will just stupid. be one person? <laughs> Kill yourself. Oh, what wow. are you doing? Yeah, just quit the game. And it's just like, people just are so quick to go at each other now like it's just cool it's like the fun thing to do is just like let me just verbally abuse these folks and i don't even think that's necessarily new and um they thought you they they thought you were scotty burrell and they're michael jordan (laughs) (laughs) right exactly so but i yeah i just think that's the culture we just we're highly critical and we like to hear ourselves talk so we're like highly amplified with it and I don't, I don't know if other uh, cultures are doing it, but I, th- I think black people, we too hard on ourselves. I mean, that's the simplest way to put it, man. We, we kill each other anytime we make a mistake. And I mean, kill each other. Like where you, you kick them all the way back down the hill. Whatever mountain they climb, you kick them all the way back down and they got to climb back up. And we celebrate when you get back up, but we're going to kick you down. The second you make another mistake, you know, we got to stop that, man. I mean, people make mistakes. People do things stupid. Uh, we can giggle and, and laugh, but, you know, let's, let's not try to end their careers. Yeah. So I think as especially as black folks, um, whenever somebody really makes it, like, to the top, to the mountaintop, I'm talking about Oprah, Michael Jordan, you know, when people get that high, then we do, it's almost like, we expect them just to be our salvation. Like, okay, Michael Jordan, you won six championships. You worth a billion dollars. Like you got to do everything for, you have to save the people. Um, 
you know, like I remember even on that um, in the documentary when they were talking about the congressman or whatever, and he didn't endorse him, and that was such a huge scandal. And you know, I'm a political person. I feel like if I'm in that position, I'm gonna use my voice for political reasons, whatever. But if he don't want to do politics, he don't do politics. Like, right. Nothing why wrong are with we that. trying to murder him over that? Or if you know this person doesn't want to do what you think they should do to to uplift the black community or to save the black community. If they don't want to do it that way, they don't want to do it that way. Yo, you, maybe, we should, a, maybe we should celebrate the people who are doing it the way we want instead of trying to villain, villainize uh, the people who aren't doing it the way that we would do it. Like, it's just weird to me. Yeah, yeah you get well your said, black card pulled for nothing. And, <laughs> and, and yo, just to, just to switch gears a little bit, that, that, that documentary, you notice that uh, they did not even show one single frame of my, my man Craig Hodges, man. And that dude did not get no burn in that documentary <laughs> whatsoever. <laughs> and we know why. We won't go into that, though. That's a topic for a different day. All right. So? I'm interested because I don't know why, but we'll talk about that afterwards. Okay, we'll talk afterwards, yeah. All right. So, sounds like the end of the podcast. Ishmael, if the people... Uh, prefer to have a podcast be 15 minutes shorter, where can they contact us? If you want to contact us, you can email us at theblackdelegatespod at gmail.com with any type of suggestions, any type of uh, questions you have that you want to raise, or if you just want to send us some money or some kind words, uh, that's where you can do it. You can also hit us up via social media. We are on Twitter and Instagram at Black Delegates. There's an underscore between Black and Delegates. Also have a Facebook page for all you old heads out there that are still on Facebook, like the three of us. Uh, well, Boxer not me. Poppy ain't, yeah. But the old heads like us. Uh, then you could hit us up on Facebook. Also, if you want to reach me on Instagram or Twitter, I am at Ish Creates. That's I-S-H Creates. The Black Ryan is at the Black Ryan and Box Wine Poppy is at Box Wine Poppy. Hashtag Doja Cat Toes. Mm. Uh, <laughs> BWP, people want to help this the show grow. What can they do? Hey, you know, go, go into racist chat rooms and tell, tell them to <laughs> listen to the Black Delegates pod. That would be a great place, <laughs> no, actually. No, man. Yeah, that'd right. be a great place. <laughs> Shock them, but uh, no, man, go out there, uh, man. Get on, get on uh, Apple Podcasts, whatever you listen to, this to uh, and give us a give us a rating. We prefer first five stars, but also tell a friend, man. Just we try and grow this thing organically. Tell them, you know, hey, there's three dudes. We like listening to them. They they, they say crazy stuff every now and then, but we get into some decent topics. And uh, yeah, man, we we do this podcast every week and. We're going to keep bringing them to you, man. So, uh, Ryan, you got any closing words for us? Yep. After this show, I'm going to join whatever Doja Cat calls her beehive. So, I'm thinking of names for it. Maybe I'll start it if she doesn't have one. Mm. I'm not sure. Maybe they call it. What do you think about the cat's lair or the Doja Den? Maybe the litter box? Mm. You definitely want to be called the cat's lair. Cat's lair. I like it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. The The Thundercats. We could just be the Thundercats, maybe. Nah. Already taken. Every, hey, everybody Google those toes, man. Them toes is not... Look, <laughs> you remember that movie Boomerang? It's like that, but worse. It really is, man. I just Googled it, man. Oh. It wasn't that bad. What you talking about? Tripping. Man, the little stubby toes, man. Get them stubby toes out of there, man. <laughs> Yo, what you got, got Fino? One last thing to add. Them Carl Malone toes. Go. And this is go for Boxwine Poppy. Because mm-hmm. he always talking about us and Nelly. We talked about the Nelly versus... Um, 
and I went back, I was listening to Nelly's album, uh, the second one, uh, Nellyville, and one song that I felt like he should have played in the verses, I know last time I mentioned Better Up, but I forgot about it, it was my jam, was Splurge, Splurge. Nelly, mm. why didn't you play Splurge? That was the jam. I've been listening to that song like all week. So that's the jam. Go check out Splurge. If you ain't listened to it, go check it out. Give Nelly a few extra streams since he lost that battle. But uh, <laughs> I would play it. Cut. I would play it, but we'll just get uh we'll get kicked off. Get blocked. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Blocked, we so. we good. We got we give him the recommendation. They can do it. Right. All right. Till next week. Peace. See y'all. Deuces.